0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the ITZ Diamond Talk Show podcast. I'll be your host, Sal Asante, taking over the reins from Coach Jeremy, giving him a little bit of time off here. And without any further ado, let us get into episode 15 of season three, and I'll hand it off to my good friend, Andrew.
1: Hey, everybody, this is Andrew Massis over here at In the Zone Baseball and Softball Academy, welcoming you back to our Diamond Talk Show podcast. Alongside me is our new host, Coach Sal Asate here at In The Zone. He is going to be replacing Coach Jeremy and myself as leading this podcast, so I just wanted to give him a quick intro here. He's uh, He just started up with us again. Some of you might remember him from the summer season, um, helped us out in the fall on some Sundays. Great guy, great coach, love the energy that he brings to the dugout. Um, a lot of the kids love him. Uh, he's been doing a great job for us here currently doing lessons with us as well out of uh, Livingston and our facility here in Flanders. Um, For those of you who don't know, we do have a location in Livingston now as well that we're doing lessons out of, but that's neither here nor there. Here we go, Coach Sal. Welcome to the show.
0: Thanks so much, Andrew. Thanks for the great long-winded intro. (laughs) I'm just happy to be here. And I mean, we're coming off just finishing up our ITZ seasons pretty much within the last few weeks. Mm -hmm. I know... uh, Myself went in with the, playing with most of the younger teams. I was coaching a lot and our youngest team, our nine year olds, won their second championship of the year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. We're very proud of those boys. They did a great job there.
0: A heck of a season over there. and, and how did your boys end up finishing up the year?
1: Um, we didn't make it to the championship um, but uh, you know all in all, we finished up a pretty solid season. A very big growing season for them. Uh, the, that's the 11u black team that we have. I'm um, gonna be twelves in the spring, so we're looking forward that's to a, a big year. Really, yeah, it is. Looking forward to a really good uh, off season here in the winter. Um, some good training sessions and uh, getting ready for Cooperstown.
0: I mean, that's that's one of the biggest tournaments as a kid growing up. It was one of my most looked forward to events. Absolutely, I
1: didn't get a chance to go when I was younger, but um, me neither. It's a, uh, it's, it's a pretty cool experience.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And go, and to go back, go see all those kids have all those, mm-hmm. you know, fun times, see those smiles on those, their faces is just, there's nothing better than that. Nah, nothing. So now we have our team finishing. We also have all the MLBs finishing up. Mm-hmm. Love to throw some of their stuff in there. I'm sure that everybody watching this at least got a glimpse of the Astros completely dominating the season. Kind oh, yeah. looked like they were just the winners out front. I don't know how much baseball you still watch with how much we coach, but <laughs> I try to get in as much as I can, and that was uh, it was a fun series. Good to see the Phillies actually make it all the way through. Yeah, that was cool. You know, that was cool, for kind sure. Kind of root locally because I have to hate on the Astros okay. as a Yankees fan. Exactly. Um, and now the biggest question of the whole offseason to me really is, judge I mean we have like a almost 40 million dollar player just sitting out there yeah and fun to see where he goes. I know as a Yankee fan my heart would be destroyed our team would be pretty riddled if we don't have him
1: yeah I know I mean I, I think just being such a cornerstone in that offense and in the field um, he's been he's been such a powerhouse for us obviously that goes without saying um, you guys all know the numbers and you've seen the season that he has um, I think the the big awesome kicker was signing Rizzo again, they got Rizzo back. Um, I know they're still talking to judge. There has been kind of quietness around it. I feel like it's been like a hush hush situation. Um, not really, not really much there. Um, but I think, you know, I think things are pointing to yes for him right now, uh, coming back to the Yankees from everything that I've heard and listened to and watched myself. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. I hope uh, I hope we get get the job done and, and get him back.
0: Oh yeah, I hope so too. You don't want to see him have a chance to go to one of these teams like the Giants. He are talking just, all this hype. He, he just doesn't.
1: Know. He just doesn't belong anywhere no, else. No, he doesn't he does belong not. anywhere else. Come on. I mean, you you know, for what the Yankees are, you know, being the biggest stage in baseball, it, you know, I've heard other people talk about it. Of are the Yankees still the biggest name in baseball? Are they still the Yankees of the past? Does it still? you know, makes sense to talk about them the way that they've always been talked about. Right. Um, I mean, does it carry the same weight for somebody who's growing up now um, seeing, you know, the Astros success um, and and whatnot? But I I mean, I think if we want to get back to it, if the Yankees want to get back to being the Yankees, like this is this is the step they need to take.
0: That's their guy. I would totally agree with that. And then that leads me into the next biggest, or in my opinion, the next biggest name on the whole free agent list, and he's probably not the most talented at this point, be Cody Bellinger. Just mm. got totally flat-out released by the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, that time. was that was very surprising. I mean, not surprising given his performance, but surprising given the name of Cody Bellinger. I've always been a big Cody Bellinger fan. I really like the he way he carries himself, the way he plays the game. Um, he's just a fun guy. Uh, you know, he, he plays well. When he's playing well, that, that might sound stupid, but you know what I mean. And oh, yeah. baseball and softball players know what we mean too. Um, you know, he's fun to watch when he's on. I love the stance. I love the swing. Um, I love the way he plays the outfield. Um, but uh, yeah, it's very surprising to see that he's uh, he was just released.
0: Yeah, I think, and he'll be one of the most affected guys. I think with this new rule change coming up that I wanted to mention was that we have no more. Um, I should say stacked infield shifts anymore mm. in the major mm-hmm. leagues. I think he'll be one of the most affected, and I think that Rizzo is going to be Yeah, a I was going
1: to say that. Rizzo, too.
0: He's going to be a great difference, but there's a lot of guys, and I was actually even looking with my buddy the other day at what the upcoming free agents are. We have Jake Lamb. I feel like Jake Lamb, calling back a few years ago, pretty highly touted prospect out mm-hmm. in Arizona. Mm-hmm. He's a guy that's going to be, I would think, worth at least you know $500,000 extra just because this rule is no longer there.
1: Right. I mean, you gotta look at all those guys that are, are dead pole hitters, um and uh and you know, guys that you know, pitchers who become more contact pitchers as well will also right. be a little bit more, you know, valued. Guys that can throw ground balls, easy ground balls, keep it in the infield, um, have maybe that off speed pitch, like a change up or a splitter or something, something that's gonna get the roll over ground ball easy, easy play there. Um, and then obviously you know, going without, you know, with your strikeout pitchers. That's, that's, that's big, huge, um, yeah. but I, I just love that. Hopefully it's going to bring back some more true hitting um, on, on the baseball field. You know, guys that are going to spray the ball all over the place um, guys that are going to, you know, shoot for singles and doubles, not triples and home runs. Don't get me wrong. I love to see the long ball. It's awesome. And, you know, talking about Aaron judge, he is one of the most amazing athletes of being able to do just that going from a straight up home run hitter uh in the past seasons to this pa- this past season
0: shortening up that swing shortening up yep. the swing
1: making a lot more contact um you know being able to hit those singles and doubles more regularly than he was in the past and more you know with authority too
0: 100% yeah i think that's i think it's going to be huge looking into it and now we have so What's going to be coming to the next other rule change I wanted to see how you felt about it, being that we're both pitchers, was we got a pitch clock now. Nah, I don't doesn't think bother me. I don't think it's going to make too much of a difference. And personally, just as I was as a pitcher, I was probably like every eight or nine seconds throwing a pitch. So the pitch clock would have been so irrelevant for me anyways. Oh, yeah. I
1: hate seeing guys that are up there just taking their sweet time. Yeah. Um. So I'm happy that it's there because – Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Get, I am too. Get the ball, get the ball going, man. Yeah. Get the ball. Get up there. Fire it in there. You know quite honestly I think it's probably gonna benefit some pitchers okay. um you know they' they're gonna be a lot of pitchers aren't gonna be forced into it um, but they're gonna feel more at home right um, right however I guess you could make the argument that it could benefit hitters in that sense because now they know what to expect
0: right they it's can get in a in it, a zone that they're going to know exactly right. what
1: it's in a window a it's, yeah. a, it's a window it's no longer a guessing game i mean it's still a guessing game but at least you have a shorter amount of time to guess
0: right right yeah. i think it'll be interesting to see if it really makes any difference at all or not i have a feeling that the difference is going to be very minuscule i think the, sh- yeah. the shifting is going to be the huge yeah shape, absolutely Yep. Yeah. But- we got all these players. They're heading into their offseason, mm-hmm. right? And we all know what training looks like for these pro athletes, right? They take right. their little week-to-week vacation. Oh, yeah. They go into it and then they start really hitting the gym like crazy. Absolutely. Right? Um, when we talk, to, we talk about players that are of the ages that we're coaching, mm-hmm. things look a little bit different. Right? A little bit. A little bit. Right? Why don't you go into uh, what, do, what do we like to do as a, a winter baseball player or softball player?
1: So winter baseball, softball, um, For me, what that would look like is we're talking club level, um, probably nine U up to about high school. Once you get to high school and college, things go a little bit different, more towards the MLB type structure. Um, Not quite there, obviously, but you know we we see some more similarities. For the younger kids, it's important to get that time off. It Mm -hmm. really is get away get away from the game. Um, I know that might sound stupid, but. Um, one thing that I heard a long time ago that stuck with me was have a chance to miss the game. And I think that's what led to that's great me still coaching baseball and wanting to play baseball. Um, you know, it's, it goes into the conversation of multiple sport athletes as well. Right. Like play soccer, play football. Um, don't completely put baseball out of your sights, but play basketball, play all those other sports. First and foremost, um, we did a show a while ago um, with Andrew Moore. Uh, He was uh, our guy over at PSP, um, which is no longer uh, in business right now, but uh, that's besides the point. He's an athletic trainer over there, and um, he was talking about learning different movement patterns and the ability to move your body. So playing different sports is very big for that. But anyway, okay. back to missing the game, right? It gives you a chance to get away from it and miss the game and and want to bring back baseball. Um, so right. definitely first and foremost, you know, put it out of your mind.
0: Take I'd like to touch a little bit more even on that other sports thing, though, mm-hmm. because as a younger player, like that's your opportunity to go test the waters. Yeah, right? absolutely. You can go mess up. You can go as a softball player, go mess up in volleyball, go mess up in basketball, Right. Mess up in whatever you might want to play. Maybe even cheerleading. I don't know how many people out here consider that a sport, but you know, go yeah, for we've it. Yeah, we got
1: the we got the cheer facility right down the road, so right. they've got they've got a lot of that up there. Yeah. Um. But yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I, for me, you can laugh at this all you want. I know I had to wait until my senior season in high school to do this, but I actually went. My I, I did bowling over <laughs> the, my winter, and there you one go. Of The most fun off seasons I've ever had. That's pretty cool. I put baseball in the rearview. Came back to it, new light. Mm-hmm. It was. But that is the, this is your time to do it. Yeah, right? exactly. Especially as a younger player. And I really would hope that most players aren't letting themselves get in a situation like I had when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was doing baseball, 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 quit football, wasn't doing anything other than baseball throughout the year. Mm-hmm. And I, I was like 13, 14, like right into that growth spurt age, right? Right. I ended up getting a, a stress fracture in my back. Oh, you know, man. Just from over-rotating, over-rotating, same swing, same throw every yeah. day. And yeah. That's, and that's something that. You know, that might be a very specific case, but I don't think it is. I've seen a few players even in our facility have a very similar thing happen mm-hmm. with them playing spring, summer, fall baseball. Mm-hmm. Take the winter to do training. Like right. You're not introducing your body to any new movements. I right. That's huge. So that's, that's,
1: that's really important. And it's something that we focus on here, too, is having that flexibility and giving our players the ability to uh, to play multiple sports at the same time as well. Right. So, you know, we're very flexible with uh, football and soccer in the fall, with uh, swimming or whatever it is over the summer, basketball in the winter. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about uh, basketball here in the winter um, because, you know, it's specifically related to uh, what we're talking about here in the off season, um, the winter off season. So, for us specifically, we have our winter training program here yep. um, designed completely around your individual schedule. So, you're on our teams, we do our winter training around what you need. Uh, So we do it skill-specific, age-specific. It's all down, very nitty-gritty detail-oriented. So we're doing middle infielders, corner infielders. Um, Get down and dirty with your position. You know, get comfortable with that. And at the same time, take the off-season to also learn about other positions. Um, If you're bad at fielding fly balls, go field some fly balls. Just do some simple drills, nice and easy. Um, Getting yourself behind the ball. Um, not worrying about having to throw a guy out after the fact, not worrying about if you drop the ball, it's going to end the game or be, you know, whatever, a total issue. Right. So work on the things that you don't normally get to work on, but keep your skills sharp at your spot. Um, that being said, you know, from, from the younger kid standpoint, it's not about weightlifting and training and, and getting bigger and stronger right but it is about learning to move your body differently and that kind of goes into the basketball football soccer swimming lacrosse whatever it is right Mm -hmm. so learn learn a new skill over the winter Uh, try to try to learn something new Um, as you get into high school and college ball you know that's again like we talked about the MLB guys that's their big bulking season so to speak right getting your getting your lifts on um, so we're looking to do that here again uh, this winter with our high school guys uh, is, is getting some more workout oriented uh, winter training stuff um, so that we can get them bigger, faster and stronger. Because if you ask any of them, we've gone to several showcases this past year alone, the one season, this past fall season alone, and almost every single coach had the same comment, bigger, faster, stronger, uh, you know, hit the weight room, get, get those reps in. It's very important even if you're introducing yourself to it for the first time, do it. Um, And it's never too early to start. Like I said, learn different movement patterns for the younger guys. That means doing body weight stuff. That means doing bear crawls. That means doing crab walks. That means doing um, plank holds, different types of planks, different types of jumping jacks, um, lunges. Like all that stuff is great for the younger kids because it introduces them to different planes of movement as well. Um, We don't want to just live on one plane of movement. We wanna move in all different directions. As a baseball player, you really need that. So
0: Oh yeah. So now we have these guys just coming in. I mean, we talk we talk a little bit about how much those high school kids need to hit the gym, right? Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter, baseball, softball, that's your time to grow. And especially getting into college. Mm-hmm. Right. So if you're taking that off season to try to rest your body completely, like at the arm, I understand. Yes. But anything away from the arm. You got to start working it. That's your one time, especially mm-hmm. as a baseball player, to do your overhead press. Because mm-hmm. I know during the year, you start trying to overhead press your shoulders, get your problems.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, that's a great point. You know, for my pitchers, don't get off the mound. You don't need to get off the mound to do arm work and arm care and, and get better at pitching. 100%. Um, do the dry reps. Do the workouts. Um, do, you know, all the stuff that, like you said, you're not going to be able to do in-season necessarily. In-season is maintenance. Off season is building, get stronger, Um, you know, keep the arm moving. You know, we still want to do throwing progressions. We still want to throw and have a catch. We don't need to pitch. Right. So, so take it easy off the mound as much, at least for the, for a few weeks. Um, Keep the arm moving though. You don't want to stop because once you Mm -hmm. stop, you got to start again we don't want to have to start again from scratch. Um, so, you know, keep keep it moving. I'm a firm believer in that. Uh, that's kind of what I did. And when I didn't, I noticed it. And it makes right. a big difference. Um, so, yeah, I mean, just keep it moving. No reason to really take that quote-unquote complete break. Go have a catch in the backyard with dad or your, your brother or your sister or whoever, right? Um, or mom. Moms can throw too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Always, um,
0: but I think that lends itself right into when you have um, just generally when you're talking about baseball and softball players. Mm-hmm. If you were to make every decision, you have the choice. Would you give them a certain amount of rest time off the end of that season? So we're done for the fall. We know we're not playing games till the spring again. Mm-hmm. Would you suggest any sort of time off to let that arm heal back up before you start a full a full program again?
1: Um i mean i would say it's case to case it's got to be are you injured are you sore do you you have pain um do you anywhere else in your body is it sore not just your arm your elbow your shoulder um but are your legs sore is your back hurt you know do you need to go see an orthopedist or whoever right do you need to go get get your checkup in or, or, or anything like that yeah um on average, I would say maybe two weeks, three weeks, a couple just a couple of weeks you don't really need a lot of time downtime. Um, there's no reason for it, especially if you're trying to play at the next level. I think um, that's fair. you know if if you're really trying to play at the next level, you gotta you gotta do it. you, you have to you have to go for it. you have to work for it. Um, it's not just going to be handed to you. Uh, you know, and and if you think it is, you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's, at the at the end of the day, true. at the end of the day, that's just the the matter of reality. Yeah. Um, the harder you work, the better chance you have of playing where you want to play. And if you don't right. want to play somewhere, then don't do it. It's fine, um, but don't expect something that you're not working towards, uh, because that's that's really what you have to do. Um, you, you just got you got to go out and you got to do it. But, yeah, I would say maybe a couple of weeks at most um, of just kind of chilling. So, yeah,
0: I couldn't have said that any better myself. Mm-hmm. I I think that's a definitely case-by-case case basis and definitely yeah, going as well positionally, right? Maybe a pitcher had a really rough year on the arm and he's recovering. That would be his time to take mm-hmm. his time off, right? Yeah. Recover. But I think that goes into into what we're doing in winter training. Though. Mm-hmm. Like what, what are you going to see differences-wise? And this is kind of fun to me, but these these high school guys are going to get their first taste of school baseball right what's going to change for them right? right you're going into your school year what's winter training look like for a high school ball player softball baseball they generally do the same type of training mm-hmm.
1: yeah so i, I kind of touched on it a little bit before and um, the way that we run our winter training specifically here at itz right. um, is uh, position specific uh, mm-hmm. so you know like i said you are going to need to focus on perfecting the skills that you need for your games. Um, right. If you're a shortstop, that might be double play turns uh, footwork off the bag um, glove work coming to the ball, uh, working on charging a, a ball. Yeah. Working on getting around a ball, working on your back hands, plant foot um, might be, that might be running down a, a pop up behind the third baseman that he can't well, get
0: to. Man's, yeah, uh, no exactly. Man's
1: no yeah. man's land, right? Yeah. Or the in the Bermuda Triangle, you center field and, and second baseman right behind second base, right? Yep. Um. So whatever it is specifically that you need, now is a good time to do that. Again, you're not. It's it's like a weightlifting program. You're not just jumping in and deadlifting 500 pounds. You have to build up to it. Right. Um, so once you take that time off, start with your footwork. start with your glove work, work up to, you know, work up to fielding a ball off a bat, work up to whatever. Again, it's not because you don't know what you're doing. It's not because you've never done it before, but I promise you, if you take that time to work on the simple stuff, it's gonna make the hard stuff easier. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know work, work the things. Don't forget about the things that you're already good at. But work the things that you need to work on. Um, oh, yeah. And you know, pitchers, POs, and position players, it's a little bit different. POs, you get a little bit more time doing more workout stuff um, and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. less pitching and just more throwing. Work on your grips, work on feeling the ball out of your hand, mm-hmm. work on a loose changeup, um, work on feeling the rotation of a curveball out of your hand that's the time to do it you know same thing with essentially it's your warm-up before a game right you're building up to that start of the season with spring tryouts for high school so it's it's the same idea it's essentially you should think of it as your elongated pre-game warm-up so that's it's kind of a, a different way to think about it i think but if you do that it kind of breaks things down a little bit in the same way that you would Condense that to an hour pregame, um, you're yeah. now able to do that over a longer period of time and build on everything, uh, not just rushing right into it like a bull in the china shop.
0: Oh, yeah. So. And I think, um, I mean, that right there, everything that you just said, it it really just hones in on the point that this is why we push our winter training on our players, mm-hmm. right? Because when you're at, at high school, the difference is you're going once a week on a Sunday all winter. Mm-hmm. That's all you're doing. doesn't right. matter if it's baseball or softball. Mm-hmm. So, the rest of your week, if you want to get better at your sport, mm-hmm. that's where ITZ comes in. And right. That's where, on top of that, if you have something that you really need to get down nitty-gritty and work on something that's really giving you trouble, mm-hmm. that is your time to reach out to a coach for a little bit of personalized training. Absolutely.
1: Right? Reach out to them, one-on-one training sessions, um, or you know, ask your high school coach, ask your Absolutely. club coach, whatever. What do I need to work on? Absolutely. Can you give me three drills? Go out and perfect those three drills, right? Don't get frustrated, learn. That's that's the big advice right there. Don't get frustrated with yourself, learn. It's probably a new thing that you haven't done before. It's probably a new mechanic that you haven't done before. You can't expect to be perfect at it when you've never done it. Take it slow, learn it, learn it more, learn some more, and then go do it. So...
0: I yep. think that's fantastic advice because when you get into it, when you're breaking down all this stuff, a lot of it is just drill work, mm-hmm. especially during the winter. We're just trying to train very specific parts of our game, mm-hmm. and throw them all together by the beginning of the spring. Mm-hmm. All right? And then that's where kind of just got into it with you got to reach out to maybe your high school coach, mm-hmm. your club team coach, whoever you're working with, this is your time to access all of your resources. And as a ball player nowadays, I couldn't think of a better time to be Oh, Any yeah. sort of sport player, let alone baseball, the amount of information that is out there for you guys to go and attain as long as you want it, right? it's endless. I mean, right. you have, you know, we're talking in the zone here, we have our coaches, you have your school coaches if you're going to play there, mm-hmm. college coaches are usually available mm-hmm. to get talked to, even if you're not going to be playing for that college, Right? they want to help develop players.
1: Right, exactly.
0: You know, and then you have, of course you have YouTube is crazy for baseball now Mm -hmm. you have even our in the zone page is great with all of our new videos that we're putting up Mm -hmm. got coach jamie working on some new videos updating some of those so that'll be awesome coming out soon absolutely and i mean you can always reach out to us as well coming in any questions you guys might have specifically to baseball and softball we could try to give you a basketball tip but i'll tell you it's not going to be very good (laughs) it's not probably not so but you have so much now. You can go even back to game film. That could be yourself. Yeah, or you absolutely. Could be looking, and this is what I've been trying to drill in on kids too is pick out your idol player. Yeah. And what are they doing that's so much better that allowed them to be professional? Right. What Try to, to mirror them. What do you need to do to be that person?
1: Right. Exactly. That's That's so true. And, you know, one thing I'll add to that is we always want to see what they're doing and how they're doing it. But it's important to also remember that they're them and you're you, right? So, there are things that they're going to be able to do because one, they're a professional athlete, two, they've been doing it how much, two, longer? three, four, five times longer than you have, yeah. right? And, and four, they're just not you, you're different, and that's not a good or a bad thing, it's just that you're different. Um, so one of the things I always talk about to my lessons and, um, to the teams too we're not always looking at good and bad, right and wrong in baseball. A lot of the times we're really looking at efficient and inefficient. Does it work for you? What what of what part of what works for you works for me?
0: That's a good way of putting it, I think.
1: You know, so it, it's something that you know, you guys and girls should should really think about. All all baseball players and softball players most of the time you're not getting a ground ball straight to you where you're taking a prep step and then a second step, fielding the ground ball with two hands, shuffling and throwing the ball to first base. Most often that does not happen. It's going to hit a rock. It's going to go to your left. It's going to go to your right. You're going to have to lay out. You're going to have to drop step. You're going to mm-hmm. freeze. You're going to get frozen on the line drive like baseball and softball are awesome because anything and everything that can happen will happen. I mean, you talk about, you know, jokingly a lot of the times, um, new guy on the field, the ball is going to find them. Oh, yeah. How, yeah, many, how times many times does, does that, that, that Literally, I think it's happened almost every single time that I've seen it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Almost every single time
0: I have put a new player
1: on the field yeah. in after, after an inning. a
0: kid out of position or something 100%. that he's just not ready for. Yep. 100%.
1: Um, it's, it's insane. It just – baseball and softball have a way – of doing that. And it's a great equalizer. Oh yeah. So, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be ready. I I always say this again, in joking to uh, a lot of my players too. stay alert, stay alive. You know, if you're not ready, right. if you're not ready, get out of the way. Cause the train's coming. Oh yeah. Um, and that train could be a hundred mile an hour line drive ripped at you down the third baseline, or it could be a bunt.
0: Yep.
1: You know, it it could be something as stupid and small as a bunt, but if you're not ready for it, you ain't making the play. And it's, it it could be a ball sitting on the grass that you just have to pick up and throw to first base. But if you're on your heels, you ain't getting it. Tell you that right now. So, you know, just be ready for anything. Absolutely. Um, One of the other things I wanted to touch on real quick, uh, you know, was the online resources. Absolutely. And, and this is kind of where I was going with the efficient versus inefficient. Mm-hmm. There's a million and one ways to, you know, whatever, to do anything just about, uh, and there's a million and one ways that people are going to explain how to hit a baseball or throw a baseball or field a baseball. Um, it's really what finding works for you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What makes you successful? Um, if you're going in, this is stuff that we've talked about before. Jeremy and I did a whole podcast about um, Instagram coaches and everything. Oh, you yeah. know, What to look for, what you're listening to, um, how to find the right drills, uh, whatever. Um, again, it's, it's efficient and inefficient. It's what works for you. It's what doesn't. It's what can you understand in the verbiage that people are using, um, right. how they're explaining it um, and, and what have you. So, you know, one of the other important things about this and why I'm bringing it up is if you are going to go in for lessons again, we talked about this too. in another one was make sure you like the guy or girl that you're working with, you know, form a connection with that person. Um, enjoy your time there. Cause if you, if you enjoy baseball or softball, but you don't enjoy who you're doing it with, you're going to start to hate the sport and you don't want that absolutely so enjoy who you're doing it with and how you're doing it too
0: so 100 mm-hmm. with that my man i think we ran out of time for the week
1: yeah i think, I think uh, uh i think, I think so. we'll have to
0: hit everybody back next couple of weeks look forward to hearing from y'all yeah absolutely It was awesome being here with you andrew
1: Yeah, same likewise happy to uh, happy to get back to it um so uh ladies and gentlemen guys and girls baseball and softball players hope you guys enjoyed the show uh remember that's itz diamond talk podcast um and uh hopefully we'll uh, we'll see you guys soon all
0: right